Hi everyone, I'm Chief Ron. Last week I talked about spiritual warfare and I want to continue on that theme this week. Remember, our battles as godly men are not against flesh and blood. We're not fighting people. We're fighting an enemy that is invisible but very, very real. And we know this fight all too well. If you find it a struggle to be faithful as a godly man, to walk uh, consistently, then you are in good company and it makes sense because you're at war. You're at war with a dark force trying to hinder you and destroy you. You even have your own sinful nature that you have to battle. What kind of strategy should we be employing as we fight these battles? I want to draw your attention to Joshua in the Old Testament. Joshua is a favorite character of mine. And God had chosen Joshua to lead his people Israel into the Promised Land. And it was a very daunting charge because not only did they have to enter the land, they had to fight many, many battles to take the land. And when we come to Joshua chapter 5, we, ha we see Joshua uh, overlooking the city of Jericho, which is the first city that they are going to take. And as he's sitting there, a man appears, and this happens. This is from Joshua chapter 5. Verse 13, now when Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. And Joshua went up to him and asked, are you for us or for our enemies? Neither, he replied, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. Then Josh, Joshua fell face down on the ground in reverence. And he asked him, what message does my Lord have for his servant? And the commander of the Lord's army replied, take off your sandals for the place where you are standing is holy. And Joshua did so. This is an interesting uh, story. When Joshua uh, sees this man, he doesn't know who he is, but he does see that his sword is drawn. And so his question is a, is a logical question, is a natural question. Are you friend or foe? Are you on our side or are you on their side? But the answer he receives is not what you would expect. This person answers neither, or even better translated answers no. But as the uh, captain of the Lord's army, I have come. Joshua realizes all of a sudden, this is no ordinary man standing before him. This is Christ. He's in the presence of God and he falls down on his face and he surrenders his own leadership and yields to the leadership of his God. And he says, what orders do you have? He's ready to serve and he worships God. What a great picture. When the Christ, when Christ answered neither or no to Joshua's question, it was, it was as if he was saying to Joshua, you're not asking the right question. The question is not whether I'm on your side or I'm on their side. The question, Joshua, is are you on my side? And that simple distinction changes everything for Joshua. Just a moment ago, he was in charge, and he was trying to figure out how he was going to take the city. And maybe he was asking God for help so that his plans would succeed. But all of a sudden, it all switched, and he realized there's a whole other side here, and my side is irrelevant. The key here is not to get God on my side. The key is that I want to get on his side. Do You see that difference of perspective changes everything. Guys, you and I 
face battles on a regular basis. I don't know what your battles are. I know what mine are, and they're real. And sometimes I fall into a pattern of just asking God to help me, help me. And I have my own dreams, I have my own plans and goals and visions, and I want God to help me succeed. And this helps me remember that He's asking me to get on His side. That He has goals, He has plans, He has visions, He has battles, and He's called me to join Him in uh, the effort to fight those. What a privilege it is to be called in to serve the Lord God Almighty. As you walk your walk, as you seek to live as godly man, men, remember this. The battles will come. The strategy that we have to fight these battles is very different than what you and I would expect. It's a strategy of surrender. Surrendering not to the enemy, surrendering to God so that he finds his rightful place as Lord and Savior in your life. And now we follow and we obey. And when we do that, amazing things happen. Victories come. If you continue to read the story of Joshua, you'll, you'll read that God gave a uh, battle strategy to Joshua for Jericho that was so counterintuitive, no commander would ever come up with this kind of strategy. And you can read it for yourself in chapter 6. But because Joshua obeyed and yielded to the lordship, uh, the city fell and they had a great, great victory. The battle is his. The strategy is his. And ours is to yield to him and to follow him. Guys, as we finish today, I want to encourage you to take a Bible go to uh, John chapter 15. And it, you can read the whole chapter. It's, it's a wonderful chapter to read. There's so much there. But I want you to pay spo special attention to verses 5 to 8 because there Jesus talks to his disciples. And that's me and that's you if you're following him. We're disciples. And he talks to us about what it means to be effective or how we become effective as followers of him. How we bear fruit. That's how Jesus calls it because he uses an illustration of the vine and branches and fruit bearing. And fruit bearing is effectiveness um, in, in uh, serving him. So how does that happen? It's all, it comes about by our proximity, our attachment with Jesus Christ. The one thing you and I must do is to get close to Jesus and stay there. Let's go for that today and tomorrow. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Have a great day. Bye-bye.